You are listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. I hope you are wrestling with the scriptures. I hope that this has been somewhat of a challenge to you. Last week, I referred to a difference between those who follow the teachings of John Calvin or Martin Luther and those who follow the teaching of John Wesley or James Arminius. It has to do with the concept of free will, or what some might call eternal security. That is, once I accept Christ's salvation, I cannot lose it, for it's his to give. Others who belong to the holiness branches of the Christian church believe that if I stop walking in obedience, that by that act of free will, I can actually forfeit or lose my salvation. Now, as a kid, I lost my salvation every day. (laughs) Every week I was at the altar confessing my sin because I was afraid that if something would happen, I would go straight to hell, praying he would restore to me that salvation. Now, there are some who have written in and asked the question, how can you live with this stress and anxiety of trying to live a holy, perfect life by avoiding and overcoming sin? I mean, that's a difficult task. In fact, I have good friends who now attend a Baptist church who say they feel now so free. They've been working so hard to prove to God that they are worthy of salvation that to just accept his grace filled with their filled their hearts with joy. I also have friends who say they are Christians, but I can't tell the difference between them and those who say they aren't. I mean, even Jesus says the demons believe. Does that mean they get saved? Then there's the parable of the sheep and the goats. Salvation, that is, entrance into heaven is dictated solely on if you meet human need in Jesus' name. Those who failed to practice good works were actually banished into eternal damnation. James writes that without works, our faith is dead. Yet I'm reminded that John 3.16 says, If you believe, you shall not perish but have eternal life. I think if we're honest, we are caught in these two extremes, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. Which is more powerful, God's sovereignty or human will? Do I have the power even to choose, or is God simply mandating my choices? I think the answer to this is in the struggle to answer it. I wanted to call this week's session, How Many Sins Does It Take to Lose Your Salvation?, How does this thing called repentance or confession actually work? Do I request forgiveness daily? Do I request forgiveness weekly, maybe at the altar? Do I request forgiveness immediately after each sin? Or do I sin actually with the knowledge that I'm going to confess or repent later, forming this vicious cycle by which I am constantly sinning and repenting? Doesn't that feel a whole lot like what Israel used to do? I mean... Isn't repentance actually a change in behavior? If I repent and keep going back to the same sin, I'm not really repenting, am I? And if I'm constantly self-examining for sin, how does this not keep me from constantly dwelling on all of my faults and shortcomings? It's a big deal. A recovering addict once asked me, if Jesus can transform... Why do I have to keep going to meetings and saying, I'm an addict in recovery? At what point does God actually restore me? Or are meetings a new way of life for me, constantly dwelling on my own sin addictive ways? For me personally, I struggle with depression. Can God not take that depression away? Sure he can. 
However, I believe it to be what Paul considers maybe a thorn in the flesh for me. Something that reminds me of my daily and hourly need for God's presence. And it's a good reminder for others who are also struggling that God doesn't just take away all of our ailments and problems, but the struggle is part of the journey, and it's okay to struggle. You see, we often meet God in these challenges and obstacles and questions. I actually like the fact that I'm speaking to skeptics right now, because you know that there's something deeper to be explored. You're not just willing to take things at face value or what you've always been told. And I believe that it's in this exploring of this relationship with Jesus and the scriptures and through these momentary tests that will turn your life into a testimony giving glory to God. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.